You're listening to the Soul Strategies podcast hosted by the team here at Soul Strategies. We hope you like the latest episode and thanks for tuning in. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Soul Strategies podcast. We have um, some special guests on the pod today, some of our favorite consultant friends, Kartika and Kina. And today we are going to talk about some of the do's and don'ts of choosing your political consultant. And yeah, we're just going to dive right into it. Okay, so Kina, Kartika, let's tell us about yourselves, talk about y'all's background and, you know, why did y'all become consultants slash how did y'all become consultants? Oh, that's a good question. Kartika, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) I probably roped you into it. That's probably why you here. (laughs) It actually technically is Kina's fault. (laughs) Actually, it's Dejan's fault. Um, So I have worked like adjacent to politics, um, worked on policy, um, and I've organized in the community for rather the past, I've been organizing since high school, actually, oh, wow. um, organized a little bit in college and then took it on as a profession um, after I graduated um, my, with my bachelor's. Um, and yeah, I got into it because um, I realized I had expertise and I had a skill set that people needed. And oftentimes, you know, they ask you to volunteer. They don't want to pay you. Mm-hmm. But the work that you do is expensive and you're like, I should be getting paid for this. Of course, you know, if it's a candidate that I love, you know, I always give some time towards, um, but realizing that I had a skill that could be used and people could pay me for it and um, I could actually deliver results um, is how I got into consulting. And that was, you know, on our last campaign, which I'm sure we'll get into, but uh, Keena kind of pulled me in and said, you should really be doing this. Her, Dejan, um, Antoine Thompson, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you how I met Kartika and mm-hmm. how I ended up pulling her in. Um, I met Kartika um, when we started working for India Walton's campaign. So I know a lot of folks are familiar with India. She ran for a uh, mayor in the city of Buffalo. She decided to run against a 20 year incumbent um, and did what she needed to do to win the primary. And then she needed to really level up for her general election. Um, Like Kartika, I've been in politics for a while. Um, I probably started about 10, 12 years ago, but I don't want to age myself. So just figure, figure, Google me or something, Um, because I'm not going to tell you the number. But (laughs) I've been in the game for a while, started in New York politics. Um, Buffalo, of course, that's where we're from. Go Bills. Um, And from there, you know, I moved to D.C. and folks started, again, started asking me to, you know, to help them with campaigns. But they were actually paying outside of Buffalo, New York. So that's what kind of spurred me to get into the consultant space. Um, But I grind, I was grinding really hard with Kartika. And that is what really made me want to work with her. Like no one wants to work with like a lazy person. No, but when it's like, when you're in the trenches with somebody and like getting it done with someone, that was like, for me, that was all I needed. Like, oh my God, there's somebody from home who like, who willing to put in the work with me and like do this thing and really be about change. So that's why I got, you know, started, we start, we started BBPC together, um, Black Bo- Black Box Political Consulting. Um, we're based in New York, but we 
we pretty much can do contracts anywhere because I've done work everywhere. She's done work in different states. So has the rest of the team. So, you know, that's the origin story of BBPC and my friendship with Kartika and also my friendship with the ladies of Soul Strategy. So I'm excited to be here with y'all tonight um, to get into this consultant conversation. Awesome. I know y'all just met. <laughs> I did not know we did. A lot of people think we've known each other for forever. For yeah. real. It, is, it feels like that though. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I know Kina for 20 years, but yeah. That's just old ladies just trying to do good work. That's it. I feel it. That's like how me and Z are. Like we yeah. met and we fell in love, baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, we met. And yeah, it's literally she's my best friend. And it was the same thing. Like finding somebody that you can work together, that you enjoy working with. Yeah. Because as we know, this stuff get wet hard. And yeah. it ain't fun all the time. But when you yeah. have somebody that you just want to do the work with, then that's what makes it worth it, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it does, mm-hmm. for real. Let's mm-hmm. place ourselves back to, when did we first meet? Uh, July? It was, I feel like yeah. it was like right after the primary, literally. Yeah, it had to be like yeah. July, August twenty. Mm-hmm. 20- 2021 that was last year 2021 yeah literally I remember June 28th of 2021 Imani myself some people in our field team I feel like we had like a lot of staff in town Mm -hmm. um, working like 10 races in the city and we're all in my hotel room at the time when we saw India win and we were like fuck we want to work on that race like how we were just joking because we'd been open for like nine months so we were like we have no right to even be saying that um and then literally like a week later Kina's email came to our inbox and we didn't even it literally was like hey reaching out like on behalf of India Walton's campaign and I literally almost died like I was like I was like looking at those emails coming like I'd respond and then I'd like wait like an hour I'd be like why hasn't she responded and then we finally got hired and it was the best moment and we worked together for four months on the general, and it was awesome. Um, but you guys know we talk a lot of shit about consultants all the time. Um, that's a big part of, uh, I wouldn't say our brand necessarily, but we try to speak truth, you know, and that's, that's truth. Um, but we think that you guys are like the real deal in terms of consultants. The issue is, is that not everybody is. So can you tell us a little bit about like what the red flags are for you all since you work with so many candidates, like what candidates should be looking out for when they're hiring a consultant and also like when they should hire a consultant? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one red flag is hiring a consultant that has no skin in the game. Like, oh, like I've, you know, managed a retail store. Oh, I've done you know, little league fundraising, you should hire me to do all your fun, like, because they've raised some money somewhere, or they've done, they have a skill maybe that they've used, but they've never used it in the political world, I think it's a, a big red flag. Um, and I think something to look out for, or, or, or sometimes when they need to reach out for a consultant, is when like, either one, you're feeling overwhelmed, and you feel like you don't have people to volunteer that can steer your campaign in the right direction. Um, oftentimes I see a lot of times you have your friends and your family that volunteer for your campaigns, but are they good at it? Right. Are they going to get you to where you need to go? Do they have any expertise? Do they actually have the skill set you need? Or are they just free labor? And I think that's where a lot of times candidates will be like, no, well, you know, my, my sister really, really, really loves me and she believes in me. Great. So when you need to go cry, 
after we done been on a campaign trail for 10 or 12 hours today, go to her house and have a drink and go tell her to make you some dinner, right? Or your kids <laughs> need somebody to help, help with your kids, call her for that. But being your treasurer and she can't count, like it's, you know, like that's probably not the best idea. So if, you know, I, I definitely think candidates need to reach out to a consultant. Um, and if they have relationships with other public officials um, to ask them for recommendations, because don't just mm-hmm. Google somebody like this one. They might not be in your price point, And then they think, oh, you charge a couple thousand dollars. And they're like, this isn't $500. Like, no, this is four months worth of work. How are we going to get that done with $500? So yeah, all of those things. Hey, you're listening to the Soul Strategies Podcast. Take a moment to listen to some of our esteemed champions and their takeaways from the program. And I'm glad that I was a part of that, that I had the opportunity to even be involved with that, with some legitimate organizations that help people who want to do right by other people, you know, by communities. You know, utilize my my resources, utilize my networks. Um, This has, the last month, I've had some tremendous things happen. It's your time to become a leader. Go to soulstrategies.com to find out more. Yeah, I agree with Kartika 100%. Experience and recommendations are the best two ways to like narrow down what consultants you should work with. But before you even consider a consultant, because I would say get in a consultant immediately. Like do not waste time on on not working with the best people to get the best results. So I would say hire one immediately, but before you even hire one, right? And I feel like before you even run for office, because everybody feels like they wake up one day, they say, I want to change the world. Then they say, (laughs) how do I want to do that? I'm going to run for office. Pause. Mm -hmm. Like before you, so before you even consider a consultant, you need to know what a political campaign looks like. And it is too easy to get resources to figure that out. And your consultant should then fill in the gaps. So I know that Soul Strategies talks to people about that process. And they, you know, they have a startup training program. So you know what to do first. But if you don't know what a political campaign looks like, you're already starting like behind, like you, you, you know what I'm saying? You're already setting yourself up to like to fail uh, off the rip because you didn't take the time to one, like decide if running for office was really the best thing for you to do to change the world. Cause you haven't even volunteered in a PTA. You have, you don't show, you know what I'm saying? You don't show up to your kids, teacher conferences. You don't, you, you don't get oil changes on time. You need to decide like there is still some growing that you need to do in the space of life and like change building and movement building and organizing that you need to do before you even decide to like run for office. And then you got to decide if, running for office is for you. The office needs to fit, right? Like you, you can get on the phone with a consultant and the consultant, the first thing they're going to ask you is, well, what have, what do you do? What have you done for the community that you're trying to serve? And the minute you tell me you haven't done nothing, I'm already, I'm already rolling my eyes. Like, why did I even schedule this 30 minute call? Because you are not ready for, for the beast that you are asking to tangle with for the next nine months to a year so I would say before you even consider a consultant you need to make sure that you've done the work to position yourself in a way to win 
And that's knowing what office you're running for, know who your opponents are, have some knowledge of what a political campaign looks like. Because you mentioned red flags. With any business, you can get played out of some money when you're walking into the situation blind. That's any business. So politics is no different. Um, so you just need to do the work before you even hire a consultant. But the minute you realize that those gaps are real, then you need to start looking around for them because they're there. Um, and, you know, if you're not willing to do the work, don't call BBPC. That part. Or so. <laughs> don't email, don't call, don't text. That's good. Please. <laughs> the thing is, it's all about choosing the right seat, too. And we we're actually about to do a webinar on this. We was going to title it, like, if you're reading this now, it's too late, like, Dre. <laughs> because people will be like, oh, my God, my election is in five weeks, and I have seven followers on Instagram. Can y'all help me win my race? And I'm like, babe, it's, you should have been working on building a platform two years ago. Because it's only so much that consultants, that firms like us can do in that short amount of time. Like this has to be years in the making. And I feel like a lot of the people who are running aren't thinking of it as like this long-term plan that may take a few elections to even win. Like if you, like you said, aren't activated in the community and you're running for the U.S. Senate, let me tell you something. It's going to take you about 10 years to get that seat. And that means you're about to have to go through all these election cycles, you're going to have to build up some cloud in the community. You're going to have to run for city council first and then county commissioner. And then you're going to have to do a lot of things. And a lot of them aren't dedicated to that whole process. Like you said, it's kind of like some of them want instant gratification to change the world. But it's only so much we can do on our end unless y'all do it, y'all part on y'all end. That's 100%. 100% right. What are the questions we have? Um, okay, so now that we've talked about red flags, what are some green flags with consultants? So how do you know you have somebody on your team that's really going to help you be victorious? Um, I think someone who's willing to put in the work. Um, oftentimes, people will look for someone because, you know, they may have worked for a candidate that they like and they're like, okay, you know, this is great. But what was the results, right? If all their track records are losing and they can't have, or they can't give you a candidate that they've worked with before as a, that you can call as a reference, right? Um, I think that's a problem. So, you know, someone who has a good track record. And oftentimes I think it's really important to like think about personalities, right? When you're on that call with them, when you're having that initial conversations with them, does it feel authentic? Do you feel like they get you right? Are they relatable? Um, uh, what is their home work life balance like? Do they have children? Um, is this their full time job consulting? You know, asking those questions up front, I think, help. And finding a consultant that can dedicate the time to you, um, one that gets your background. So, you know, if you're a mom or, or, or a dad and their parents, right, they might go the extra mile for you because they understand the home life balance. Um, someone who is attentive and responds well. So if you've sent them a couple emails and they have not responded to you and it's been two weeks, probably not the consultant you want because when it comes down to crunch time, you need to be able to trust that they're going to be able to give you the time that you need. So definitely someone who's available, responsible, accountable. Um, and just, I mean, like I said, feel the vibe. Um, I think you know that when you, even us with candidates, we'll be like, we know this ain't it. 
But I think in other instances, you may know um, based off of the interactions that you have. So I think it goes both for the candidate and the consultant to, to fill each other out. That's good. That's good. Yeah, she's right. She's spot on. Um, I think another one thing to just add is like, will, um, will they push you? Um, it, it's cool to like hire a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool to like hire somebody that says, oh, I've been watching your race for so long. I really want to work with you. But if they're not, um, and I see this actually being unique to, uh, black women, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to come for us right now. Um, you know, when you, when, when, the, when the whole, when the purpose is to win, right? The, the reason you run is to win, right? Or to set yourself up for a win in two to four years, right? Because if you don't have name recognition, if you're a first-time candidate, to me, you should walk into your first race expecting to lose with the goal to win later. Um, 100%. You need to, like you mentioned before, you need to build those relationships, you need to build that social media account, etc. Um, but you want somebody who's going to be frank with you and tell you the truth. And sometimes it's hard for us. Like when you are looking up to somebody and you want to work with them so bad, sometimes it's hard for you to like get in that headspace where you have to be frank and honest and bold and blunt to the person that you're working with. Like I would always be cool if you fired me tomorrow, but I'm telling you the truth today. So you know, being able to take constructive criticism and being willing to listen to that, internalize that and see what you can do to be better is uh, is the role of the candidate. And you need some, you know, a green flag and somebody who's willing to tell you the truth, no matter how hard it is to hear it. Um, because a lot of times, you know, again, we get in these positions where we work with these candidates and it's like, oh, but I love them so much. But <laughs> with them polling numbers, those polling numbers aren't adding up. The fundraising numbers aren't adding up. You letting them cut corners. And at the end of the day, you know, you just don't, you don't get the win when you do that. So you need honesty in this game. And without it, you will, you will take a loss. Yeah, I think that means from the candidate's perspective, because we deal with that a lot too. Like it requires a lot of humility from the candidate side to be able to go into it knowing like, yes, I have these big, you know, lofty ambitions, but I don't know it all. So when this person who's worked on all these campaigns and this person who's telling me, you know, in this region, this is how I need to speak. You got to let your guard down and just kind of trust that they know what they're talking about. Because it's so funny that you say that, yeah, the goal is to win. And you'll be so surprised how many people like that's that's like a, it's not a, a goal that's like in the front of their mind or something. It's like they're running, they're enjoying the energy of running, they're enjoying like, oh, I'm running for office. Like it's cool to say it, but at the same time, like victory is the goal. So let's do things that make sense and get us closer to that. Let's not just get you know, uh, swept away in the fact that you're running for office, you know? And it's always something that they like and it's always another part that they don't like because you, like you mentioned, some people like knocking on doors and getting the people accolades. Other folks like the fundraisers and the glitzy stuff and the checks coming in and the speeches. 
Um, some people like seeing their name in the news <laughs> in the headline, but it's going to be a piece that you don't like. And every piece is equally important. So when you are not engaging, when you're dropping a ball somewhere, it just is not helpful to you. It's just not helpful to you. And you can't, you can't, uh, you can't bring the change that you want losing. Like, yeah. it don't matter how hard you run. It don't matter all the issues you brought up. You need to win. You need to uh, you need to win that race or a race or make plans for something after. Yeah, 100 percent. It's sad. Like there's candidates who had, you know, who were promising and then they just disappeared, faded to the darkness and you're never to be heard from again. It's like, dang, girl or guy. Come on now. City council is still there. Like there's other things that y'all can do. But sometimes they'd be so caught up in that big, big seat. Like you'll talk to somebody, like you said, who doesn't organize in their community. And the first thing they want to run for is governor. It's like, girl, let's start in our district. Let's start here. Let's start on, you know, the blocks down the street before we're running. Nobody knows you. Yeah, no like, one knows nobody you. even knows you. How are you running for governor and nobody knows you? Yeah. Not one soul can say I know them outside of like your job. Like exactly. <laughs> and that's why you gotta really focus on why it is that you're running because I think the more out of touch you are with why you're running and the seat you're running for, the easier it is for you to be preyed on by a bad firm or a bad consultant because your mind's not in the game. Like if you really, like you said, buckle down, focus on politics, understand your district, understand the race and do that research yourself because it's something you're genuinely passionate about and you want to do, then, you know, knowledge is power. You're less likely to get, you know, conned by somebody because you know how the game goes and you should at least do some of that research beforehand. I also want to say this, like rule of thumb, if you're not, if you're running for a level below mayor of a city, and also if it takes you less than $50,000 to fundraise for that seat, don't hire a consultant. Like if I had to give you like a threshold to reach in order to consider a consultant, I would say those would be the two. Any, any race any elected office that's below an executive seat, a mayor's seat, and if it takes you less than $50,000 to win that seat, don't waste your time with a consultant. Um, there is enough, as a candidate, you have enough time, you, have an, you should have as, the amount of volunteers you need and family support in order to kind of push, push it along yourself, to be quite honest. Consultants charge, but they charge for good reason. Like these are, you know, you you pay $300, $450 for a wig that took somebody to two hours to make. So what two hours, $450, that's $225 an hour. Why do you think your political consultant should charge you less than that? Why? Why? Like they're taking you to a whole new level. You need to be in a position to be able to pay for that or figure out how to pay for that or be willing to grind hard enough to pay it because you know this is a worthwhile investment and you want to win. Yeah. Yeah. Campaigns are an investment. And I think that's something that we're lately trying to attempt to do is let people know, like, just be completely transparent about this process. Like, it's not free. It's not easy. It's not like, you know, running for 
you know, high school president. It's it's a completely different ball game. Like this is real life. And this is you having the ability and the power to affect people's entire lives. That is such a big thing and such a large responsibility. So we just want people to know like going into this, it's not gonna be a walk in the park and it's gonna take a lot of dedication both while you're running and then let's say after you're elected, like you don't stop there. So just know like before you get yourself into it, before you come into this world, it's not an easy world. It's going to take a lot of dedication from you, from the people around you, support from your family, your friends, all of that. And, you know, it's the mindset is everything. The mindset is everything. Um, okay, that was good. Any final thoughts? Anything that y'all want to leave the, I was going to say viewers, this isn't going to be viewed, leave the listeners with. I think it's important to note, like, you know, when we get on the phone with people, a lot of the times they'll say like, oh, I hired this consultant. I spent all my money. Right. Like, that's like pretty typical of what we hear. And they're like, damn, I, you know, I, I, if I could turn back time, I wish that I hadn't done that. But I think that like half of it is, yes, they probably shouldn't have hired that consultant. It probably wasn't a good fit for them. But the other half of it is that they probably don't even know what the deliverables are, right? And sometimes that happens when they come into the door with us. Like they think that we're their consultant and we're like, no, 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 we're not your consultant. We're your hands on labor. It's very, very different. So like what should a good consultant do? Like what are the deliverables look like versus them getting ripped off? Um, I think shop around, like, as Tina said, come in early for a consultant, right? So that way you have time to shop around to get a couple quotes. Because if one person tells you 10,000, another person tells you eight, and another person tells you 17, 18, right? One of them outliers, unless they've like worked for the Obamas, right? Or some like really, really high level, per you know, names, then you, you should automatically see a red flag, right? Um, and, the, and then that's when you ask for the deliverables, right? Um, uh, uh, let me get a, a scope of service. Let me get something, right? So that you understand what they're going to do for you. And make sure you are completely honest with, as to what your needs are and make sure that consultant can deliver the needs that you have said. So if you're saying, I need help with fundraising and field and they have never fundraised, right? And they say, well, we'll try. Red flag, don't do it. Don't hire them. Um, or maybe you need multiple. Maybe you have one that's like amazing in field and that's really what you want to go with, but you know you're going to still need help with fundraising. You need somebody else. Then, you know, you might have to have multiple consultants. Um, but definitely take time to be honest with them and tell them exactly what they need. And then the consultant's job is so they're supposed to be transparent in what they can deliver. So um, deliverables can be a multitude of things. It could be field fundraising, campaign plans, field plans, uh, campaign management, um, so I think depending on the consultants, the, the, the I can't talk, the deliverables will vary, um, but they can only give you and deliver what you're honest in saying you need. And also don't expect that they're going to do go above and beyond, right? If they say they charge this and these are the deliverables, don't think last minute you can ask them to start helping you fundraise and, and, then, and then think they're just going to do it and tack it on just to help you, right? Unless you're like Stacey Abrams, which says, call me, you hear this. I'll do whatever you need me to do, okay? Unless you're Stacey Abrams, you can't do stuff like that, right? You're Joe Schmo running for common council seat in Tonawanda. Ain't like, you can't ask me, you know, and this is a contentious race, which I know that's who would be hiring consultants at, in Tonawanda for common council. But, um, you know, if if that is the case, um, be just be honest up front so that they can 
they can be prepared to help you and give you what you need. So I think it's a give and take on that one. She's spot on, (laughs) y'all. She is spot on. The deliverables will be clear and they're going to be willing to put it in writing. Like, I'm going to do you, I'm going to do fundraisings. I'm going to create a financial plan. It's going to, you know, the plan's going to come on this date. They're just going to be super clear about what they're going to give you. And that's how you really avoid all confusion. Like read your contracts. <laughs> like a you, lot of you know, people don't even have them. That's um, <laughs> read like your they'll contract. buy stuff and they won't even have a contract. I, don't ask me how and why. I don't know, but please get a contract. Like that's the bare minimum level you could do is get yeah. a contract. And good consultants have one ready to go. Right. Oh, you need this? You want us to do X, Y, and Z? By the end of today, you will have a contract. You will have a contract. Yes. And you're already on it. Come on. Um, and with DocuSign, sign it. Like, I don't need to wait. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In fact, one time, this is like last year, we had somebody that hired a consultant. And this person literally was not a consultant. Their website was like, do you remember this? It was like these little toilet things. And that was his business. It was like these little toilet cozies. And he ended up paying this toilet cozy man like $20,000, $30,000 to consult on his campaign. And he disappeared. And we're like, what's his website? And it was literally something like smartpotties.com. And it's like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved to get conned. Yeah. Con. Giving somebody $20,000, $30,000, and the person can't. Yeah. You should have sent them to us. Then we were supposed to work with that person. Yeah. <laughs> $20,000, I could have done a lot for no boy. For that kind of money. Okay. But it didn't happen to y'all. So just do your research. It honestly. It, it ain't as hard as y'all think as far as just knowing who can do what. Smartparties.com should have been the dead giveaway that this person is not it, okay? <laughs> oh, well, this is insightful. I think this has given people some, some stuff to think of. And, you know, if you want a good consultant, hire Keenan Kartika. That's it, um, that's all. That's it, Drop mic. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for joining us. We got to do this again sometime. For sure. Um, so but before we close, yes. Um, you need our social media handles. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Give us your, your handles, your ads, your, yes. your dot coms, all of that. Yep. So you can find me at Kina K-E-I-N-A underscore Zontel on the gram. I believe I'm Kina Zontel on Twitter. And uh, is it bbpcfirm.com? bbpcfirm.com and at bbpcfirm on Facebook and Instagram. We got to break into the Twitter game. Yeah, we do. But who about the tweet? And tweeting is... This is why like Soul has a whole bucket that just says social media. Yeah, <laughs> for that. We'll do that piece for you. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a whole nother game. Awesome, y'all. Well, we will catch y'all on the next pod. And yeah, like and share this, man. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.